Well, hello, universe. Woo! Mmm. Yeah. So many surprises. Here at 628. Um, is it the 8th? 8th of February. And, um, hmm, puckering up after eating one of those sour balls. I do not like sour candy. But somebody at work handed me a little um, sweet sour ball. I don't know what they are. I think they're called sour balls. Anyway, the very first bite of them is like biting into what I imagine a horse feels like when it bites into a sugar cube. It's just a sensation of sweetness followed by whatever the goo is that's sour. Or vice versa, maybe it's the goo that's all sweet and the crispy shell is sour, but... <laughs> I, uh, I've always been a sucker for those extreme sort of flavor sensations. And not just nacho extremes at Taco Bell or whatever, but um, habanero peppers and uh, vinegar sea salt potato chips uh, or habanero potato chips. Um, you know, or what is what do they say that there's they're trying to find the the food chemists are trying to nail down that one flavor that can be on somebody's palate and they never tire of and they think it's a blend of sweet and spicy of course in this universe some other um some other fifth flavor showed up uh some japanese uh what is it it's uh starts with an o on onagi i don't know anyway another uh, instead of just sweet sour um salty and spicy now there's unagi or something anyway welcome to a universe where new flavors just show up that's always fun right unless you're okay with the original flavors but then if the new flavors mean that sour candies that you didn't think you liked all of a sudden give you a burst of you know that was pretty enjoyable then Ah, yak. I'm just not creating, oh, I probably am creating plaque. Okay, on to anything more relevant than my dental hygiene habits, and therein challenges of 52.75, month old teeth um, maintenance. What I wanted to talk about tonight was um, heroes, or we're in the slot that I had used for looking at those who have helped me along the way. Uh, and huh, whew, speaking of getting gummy bears out of your teeth, um, excuse me, I actually jumped up and down before the episode started because I had slugged some Diet Mountain Dew, trying to burp, and I burped three times, but there's probably the last of it. Um, anyway, back to heroes. <sighs> this is not a hero of mine. In fact, the opposite. She's an anti-hero. Um, but, um, I do owe her 
many of the harder transitional moments in discovering how to move away from old John into new John were transitional moments that I, I, uh, hmm, that I endured with the assistance of Lily. And let's be clear. Um, Lily is a friend who is, uh, 32, how old is Lily? 32 or something years old. So we are not romantically linked, though there are parts of Lily who will um, claim otherwise, or at least will claim that she loves me and things like this, that I will always tell her she is being wrong. But when she's lucid herself and on medication, then we're friends. But Lily has a way of using her, um, her, you know, multiple personalities isn't quite right. It's not what really what you see happen. What you see are, imagine if your personality is, say, 16 uh, components in a wheel. And one of those components is, um, <clears throat> is embitteredness. <laughs> okay, that's just, and, and I'm picking one that, for instance, I know she would use to manipulate me by acting embittered towards something that she considers a slight that I've created in the universe against her. And a lot of times this would be something she either A, made up that doesn't exist, or B, was such a small instance, like I had um, failed to use the loofah she gave me for my birthday. It was still sitting in the cabinet. And here we were three months later or something. And this would be enough to trigger her into embittered mode where then everything is about how embittered she is. So all of her embittered um, angst that might be harbored comes out. Well, the same thing can happen when she's in um, aw shucks crush mode. And she'll get into these modes in public, for instance, and then be swung into these modes and bring them home. For instance, she might have somebody be nice to her in a line at the DMV and then she'll come home feeling like this person is probably going to find her and propose marriage to her. And then she'll think that I must be involved. She must, I must already know this person and have set all this up and that she'll, and then she'll think that somehow I'm an, uh, an object of affection. These are the ways that she starts to, um, present herself in a way that you have to rein her back. And what's odd is she lets you do that. You get to do that. You don't have, I mean, when you say, Lily, you know, that's not true. That's not how we act. You know, that isn't us. You're thinking of a different John. You're thinking of your husband, whoever, right? You can give her cues that let her maintain the, the narrative without having to compromise reality. And so the reason that Lily is my hero today is that last little line that I said. She taught me how you could maintain her delusion. She allows you to maintain her delusion without compromising your reality. That is a pretty fair statement about what I put my family through. 
and in many ways they let me maintain my delusion while they maintained their reality and it took becoming friends with Lily to see how hard that is to be around and how much you subtly but directly influence those who are agreeing to play that game with you. And so, as I play the game with Lily, until she gets to a, a breaching point, I realize how much of that bandwidth I asked of my family. Similar delusions, just different degrees of severity. And, uh, and so, since Lily showed me the, the true barrel full of nonsense I was capable of dumping monkeys all over, well, <laughs> I owe it to her to always be there for her. She's part of what helped me make a 180. In fact, she may be the biggest part of it. And in almost every way that I can, I love Lily. As much as I want to punch her in the face sometimes, I love Lily because nobody else in this world will. And I, I pray, I don't pray, but if ever there was a person in life I would hope could find one thing that she wants, which is just to be loved by somebody for real, I hope someday that can happen for her. I don't know if it ever will. Delusional schizophrenia is a tough cross to bear <clears throat> for the, the sufferer, obviously, but those around, uh, they don't have so easy a time with it either. But I will never give up on her because in many ways, she's the reason I'm here, able to do the things that I know I need to do. So, little Lily, wherever you are, I hope you're okay. I miss you. So come home.